This is Midwest Money with Anthony Mayhew from Guardian Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over a decade of experience serving clients and families, Anthony provides his clients the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Midwest Money with Anthony Mayhew. Hi, and welcome to Midwest Money, your weekly show that discusses topics and issues of Wall Street and how they relate to folks here on Main Street. Our show is meant to offer a common sense approach to understanding some of the challenges surrounding finances, investments, taxes, and of course, planning for retirement. Thank you so much for tuning in and please remember to subscribe to us on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out online at MidwestMoneyRadio.com. You can find us on Facebook or LinkedIn. Feel free to call our offices anytime, toll free at 877-797-4347. Folks, my name is Anthony Mayhew and I'm excited to be here with you. When it comes to retirement strategies, the folks I work with are often consumed with big picture items like their ideal community, whether to stay in their current home or downsize, and how much travel they'll be able to do. And those are all great and very important things to think about, but I believe that successful retirement often boils down to some of the more nitty-gritty details. And perhaps nothing more is more nitty-gritty than having a strong tax strategy to see you through retirement. A Kiplinger article, How 10 Types of Retirement Income Get Taxed, offers some keen insights I think many of our listeners will find valuable. First, let's look at traditional IRAs and 401ks, which are tax-deferred retirement accounts that many Americans rely on during retirement. Money that flows into these accounts typically reduces your current taxable income, which thereby trims your tax tab in a given year. Contributions, dividends, and investment gains in these accounts grow on a tax-deferred basis, but those deferments don't last forever. Once you've officially retired and begin taking distributions and withdrawals, you'll need to pay taxes on any gains and your pre-tax or deductible contributions. And it's important to also bear in mind that these accounts have required minimum distributions or RMDs, which is the point in time when you have to begin taking money out. At present, RMDs begin at the age of 72 for traditional 401ks or IRAs. If you work past 72, you may qualify to delay an RMD from your employer's 401k as long as you don't own more than 5% of the company you work for. Your withdrawals from your traditional 401k or IRA are taxed at your standard income tax rate. I certainly understand that getting ready for retirement can be overwhelming, especially as you enter the last year or two before it becomes official, but there's no reason to try and figure it out all by yourself. 
Working with a financial planner can help you get on track and stay there. Next, let's discuss Roth IRAs. First things first, they come with what I believe is one is one long-term tax perk, while contributions to, uh, to a Roth IRA are not tax deductible, your future withdrawals may be tax-free. But to enjoy those tax-free withdrawals, you must have held your Roth IRA account for a minimum of five years. And while you can take out the amount you contributed at any time tax-free, in most cases, you must be at least 59 and a half to take withdrawals without a 10% penalty for early withdrawals. Social Security is yet another area where taxes may be inevitable after you retire. And for some, you may recall, until 1983, Social Security benefits were tax-free for every American, regardless of their income. And while Social Security benefits still aren't taxed at a sizable chunk of the population, others are hit fairly hard. If you have provisional income, you may have to pony up federal income taxes on as much as 85% of the benefits you receive from Social Security. To figure out your provisional income, begin with your adjusted gross income, then add 50% of your Social Security benefits and all of your tax-exempt interest. If your income is less than $25,000 for individual filers or $32,000 for joint filers, you won't have to pay taxes on your Social Security benefit. However, if your provisional income falls between $25,000 and $34,000 for individuals and $32,000 and $44,000 for joint filers, then as much as 50% of your benefits are subject to taxation. Finally, if your income is north of $34,000 for individual filers and $44,000 for joint filers, then as much as a whopping 85% of your benefits are considered taxable. While they're much less common than they used to be, some folks still have a traditional pension. The majority of pensions are funded using pre-tax dollars, which means that the full value of your pension income would become taxable once you receive the money. Payments from both private and government pensions are generally taxable at your ordinary income tax rate. Let's add another interesting Kiplinger article. 12 questions retirees often get wrong about taxes in retirement to the conversation. I can't even begin to count the number of times a client has asked me if their tax rate is going to be higher or lower in retirement. And my answer is always the same. It depends. And there are three key reasons I tell them this. The first reason is that a significant number of retirees have fewer tax deductions than when they were working. For example, some retirees have paid off their home. Um, and in that specific circumstance, that means that no more mortgage interest deduction. There are also no longer kids at home to claim as dependents. The second reason is that a lot of retirees prioritize having fun during their post-work lives, and rightfully so. But fun costs money. The money you save is used for travel and hobbies during retirement may not be much less than what you were making while you were still on the clock. 
And finally, the third reason is that future tax rates are unpredictable. The current top tax rate is 37%, but in 1940s, it was 94%. And that's still in the 70% range in the 1970s. My point is, given our current political climate, nobody can say with any certainty what the tax rates will be a decade from now. Another question I hear a lot is, whether folks can still add money to their IRAs after they retire? And the answer is yes. The SECURE Act of 2019 allows all retirees to make contributions to traditional or Roth IRAs if they have earned income. Previously, you couldn't contribute to a traditional IRA past the age of 70 and a half. In 2021, $6,000 is the maximum anyone younger than age 50 can contribute to a traditional IRA. Those older than 50 can add an additional $1,000 as a catch-up contribution. As for Roth IRAs, again, your contributions aren't tax deductible because the money flows into a Roth IRA after taxes have already been paid on it. You can withdraw contributions without taxes or penalty at any time. Earnings can be withdrawn without taxes or penalties once you've had the account for five years and are at least 59 and a half. And what about rolling over a 401k into an IRA? If done properly, rolling over the for, from a 401k plan to a traditional IRA is tax-free. There are two ways to go about it. First, you can withdraw the money from your 401k account and then simply deposit it into the IRA yourself. Once you have the 401k funds, you have 60 days to complete the rollover. If you miss that deadline, you may be subject to both taxes and penalties. Next, you may be able to transfer your 401k into a traditional IRA without having to pay taxes by doing a direct rollover. With this method, you simply request your 401k administrator to take directly take the money from your 401k and direct it to your traditional IRA. The administrator may also send you a check made payable to the IRA account. Here's a question I think a lot of folks will be confronted with at some point. If your spouse passes away and you receive a significant life insurance payout, do you have to pay taxes on that money? No is the answer. No, you don't. While dealing with the passing of a spouse, you don't need to also worry about paying taxes on life insurance payout, regardless of how large it is. Well, folks, that's all the time that we have for this week. Hopefully the ideas you got today will help you take a step forward with your retirement strategy and take a step back with some of your worries. Thank you for tuning in and I look forward to visiting again with you next week. Remember, if you missed us, you can subscribe to the show on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out online at MidwestMoneyRadio.com. You can find us on Facebook or LinkedIn. We post regularly with great content on there. Or feel free to call our offices toll-free anytime at 877-797-4347. My name is Anthony Mayhew, and I hope you enjoyed our time together. Thank you so much, and be safe out there. Thank you for listening to Midwest Money. 
Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Mayhew at Guardian Wealth Management. Call 877-797-4347 or visit them online at guardian-wm.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Guardian Wealth Management, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Guardian Wealth Management, LLC. Anthony Mayhew and Guardian Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.